Welcome to Real Estate 360. And now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles. Hello and welcome to the Real Estate 360 show. This is Steve Connolly, hashtag unemployable. And this is Jason Miles, hashtag the real estate trainer. What's up, Steve? You know, I don't know, man. It's everything. There's everything's going on. And uh, but what are we going to be talking today? Well, I'm going to tell you what we're going to be talking about today. I need to know this. Well, you told me what you were going to be talking about today. <laughs> so I'm going to, you know, expouse it on the show here, which is mm-hmm. utilizing oh. your team. That's right. If you don't use or leverage your team, leveraging uh, your it's team. all the same. <laughs> if you don't use or leverage your team, I mean, you're just out here flailing like the wacky, wavy, flailing arm inflatable two-man guy. You're not really going to get anywhere. It's kind of difficult. But wait. Let me say a couple things. I want to thank everyone out there in TV land for watching and listening and going to our our website, realestate360show.com, watching our episodes, uh, our podcast, utilizing every single podcast platform to watch us. And if you haven't, make sure you do that. That's Real Estate 360. You got to do it and engage with us. Let us know what you like. Continue to do that. We've gotten a few calls and of uh, people that have, or emails, I should say, messages of people that have uh, really enjoyed some of the stuff we've done. And uh, I encourage people to continue to do that. I think that we want people to do that, I, right? Right? Am we, I right? We absolutely do. So engage with us. Continue to do it. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. But thank you for those that have, and please continue to listen and engage. You know, since you're on this particular subject, maybe we should talk about the mentor program just a little bit what we're offering the application for the mentor is right on the front page of the website right so tell people what it is that that means well we're looking for one or two people local local to atlanta because we want to physically be able to walk properties with you um, take you to our west side office and sit down right you know and just and, and just see what it is you want to do but if you really want to do a, be a real estate investor, and it doesn't matter if you've tried to do this before and you've, you know, you didn't have the success you wanted, or if you've never done it and you're looking to have, you know, some kind of a, of a change in your life, you know, we're looking for you. We want to talk to you. So fill out the application. If you want to utilize resources that we already have to learn how to build your own team, because we would essentially be on their team. Absolutely. And we would be encouraging you to use us to leverage us for your success. So because that's that's what this is. I mean, we're working with a lot of different people so that we can all find success in our various aspects of real estate investing. You just said something about uh, that we would be on their team. Absolutely. And that's an important distinction because it's not that they would be on our team. Right. Because they have to, they would have to lead their own uh, mission, if you will, yeah. to be a real estate investor. That's right. And then utilize us because you know we can't do it for anybody. That's right. Yeah. And and we're we're doing this for a year. And I want you to understand that even though this is life changing information and the things that you would more than likely be doing over the course of that year will have immediate, you know, impact on your life. But what what you'll do and learn after that year provided you continue to uh, uh, do this, well, I mean, there's no way to actually measure that. 
You know, I mean, it's big if you keep going. But the m- most important thing, I had this conversation, you know, we had a, a mentee with us yesterday. Yes, we uh, did. Yeah, yes, we, we did. did. And that's, a you know, someone that, that invests with us, paid us to work with him. Um, <clears throat> his frustration is he can't see all the angles. He can't see all the options. Oh, yeah. Right? So he's looking at deals one way right now, and that's, from the wholesale perspective. And, you know, I understand that. So I told him the story about when I started and how many deals I passed up that I didn't know were deals. Right. Because I only knew the one way, the wholesale deal. At that time, it was the 65% LTV. But you have to start out somewhere, right? You can't buy the book and just download it like it's the Matrix. You know what I mean? That's right. (laughs) I mean, I wish you could. I mean, we'd all be experts at everything at that point. We know he knows one way. Right. So today, today. (laughs) And so he knows that one way. But if you look at the whole mass of the population out there, he's in the top 1% of knowledge when it comes to real estate investing. For sure. But as he develops his techniques, he'll be able to see other options inside of a deal. You know, we talk about that all the time. We do. You know, we will look at a deal. And for a lot of people, if you're looking at it from a 70% you know, ARV wholesale fix and flip standard thing. Some of the deals we do wouldn't be deals, mm-hmm. but you know, we've got the ugly house technique. We got the pretty house technique. You know, we've got the lease options. We've got the subject tools. I mean, there's so many different ways to negotiate. And even inside of each one of those, there's a lot of ways, different directions to go. Yes. And each one dictates really the, the facts of a particular project transaction will dictate the way it should go. That's exactly right. You know, that's right. And people have to know that, but the only way you're going to know that is by doing it and sticking with it. You know, time, time is your teacher. So just Mm. get on the bike and start riding. Stop reading about how to ride the bike because you're never going to be able to ride the bike. You got to work out the little muscles that keep you balanced, right? You got to get on the bike, ride the bike, do the work, and then you'll find some success. But don't be frustrated. Don't be frustrated because you don't know everything today. And right. And to and now today is leveraging your team. Absolutely. And, you know, just in leveraging, you know, we might throw some stuff out to one of our team members and they come back with different options and ways to do things. Mm-hmm. But um, so tell me, you know, you leverage your team really well. I, le- I leverage <laughs> our team really well. Oh, you're too kind, sir. Yeah. Says the one who says, you know, <laughs> I can help with that. I can also do that. Right. Because I'm guilty of not doing it. Right. I think all of us are at different times, but I'm guilty in a lot of ways of really not utilizing the strengths of my team and right. thinking that, well, I guess you're not really thinking sometimes when, when it's like, okay, I can do that. I can do that. I, I can go here. I can see this person. I can have that conversation. Yeah. And you, you wind up missing some things trying to do everything. You know, for me, the big thing is, you know, the paperwork and the forms. Yeah. You know, why would I want to do a workout agreement with a tenant when, when we, you know, and spend my time trying to figure, go look for forms and do yeah. all that and fill in the blanks. And, and then when, when we've got attorneys that will do that, they've got the form right there. That's what they do every day. That's they right. don't have to look for the form. Because the opportunity you know? cost for you to do it is too great. Exactly. For the hour or two or or four or five hours a week 
But you're spending doing those things. Yeah. Those what I call menial tasks. For well, you they are. Important. They are important, but for you they are. They're in the way. Yeah. Of the one deal that you could be making. That four or five hours that let's say we save four hundred bucks. Yeah. Right? We we save four hundred bucks, but we could have you could have gotten a deal that brought in twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, tw- all right. <laughs> you know? Twenty thousand dollars. Exactly. Right. In one negotiating uh situation. So the opportunity cost is really too great for you to not do what you do. Right. And try to do something else. I mean, we have those conversations with people all the time that are trying to, you know, get better at their at their weak spots. At a certain point in life, listen. You're just weak there, okay? Yeah. You're not. Don't even try to be strong there. Be strong. Get better at what you do good, and then bring in someone that's good at what they do so that you can leverage their talent instead of, like when I was trying to learn ClickFunnels. <laughs> right. Okay? I spent, I don't even know, probably four months, late nights. Eight hours a on, day, yeah, four months. Yeah. At YouTube University, trying to learn. Click funnels instead and you of just still don't know how to. Really yeah, operate. they change it all the time. The minute you figure it out, it's different. Why do I want to put myself through that? So we just hired someone to do it because it only makes sense. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to spend all that time. I should have been doing other things, bringing in more deals instead of staying up to two in the morning trying to figure out how to connect the dots. But now you know, and knowing is half the battle. It, well, you well not only do you know. <laughs> that you don't want to do it. Well, you knew that before you started, (laughs) but now you know what's involved in that. Yeah. I mean, we're not saying don't try all this stuff. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, when I first got going on this, I would even try to fill out HUD statements, which is absolutely insane. I I remember doing that. You did that too. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, you know, I was trying to save, you know, some money on attorney's fees and stuff. And that just doesn't make sense. You got, you have to stop. Yeah. Just stop and, and back up and say, look, everything is here for everyone. Just make sure your numbers work, you know, charge enough to cover the attorney's fees mm-hmm. or have the, the buyer pay the attorney's fee. However you need to structure it. That's right. I think that it's super important that we understand exactly how to leverage your team and what those team members should actually be. Yeah. Depending on what you're doing as well. Yeah. You know, where you start doesn't mean that's going to be where you finish and your team members will change over time. You'll add to them, but you have to know what you're looking for, what you need so that you can effectively leverage them so that you can have the success that you want in your business. Is it time for a break? I think it's pretty close to a time. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. This is Sammy with Sammy Hadid Real Estate, Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests, top dollar on the sale of your home, a well-negotiated contract, an efficient closing? Please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home, what it is that I'm doing to get all my homes sold. Then you can decide what's best for you. Again, I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar, and I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249. Sammy Hadid, H-A-D-I-D. 
welcome back to Real Estate 360 Show. Yes. And we're talking about leveraging your team. That's right. So we have we have to pick our team members sometimes, right? Well, in every case, sometimes they just show up. Yeah. But they're they're in our circumference. They're in our our sphere, if you will. We call them from the unseen to the seen. Mm. So we've just talked a little bit about in the last segment, you doing stuff you didn't really like doing, wasting yeah. time. I've mentioned it a few times, <laughs> and, and I, which is uh, managing, yeah. you know, the apartments that we have in Columbus. And I, I grew up in Columbus, so I thought that'd be fun for a minute, you know, to run down there. But it's not. <laughs> it's not fun at all. And uh, it was a couple of weeks before I realized, you know, after our second management team, realtor, professional management team quit. Yes. I mean, they just said, hey, man, we can't deal with this. You yeah. know, this is just too much, and the liability is too great, and on and on and on. So they quit, and so that left me. It was a couple of weeks, and I'm thinking, uh-oh, wait a minute. I'm leaving that silence in there, you know, for effect. <laughs> I'm the manager of this. Crap. <laughs> you know, I don't want to yeah. do that, yeah. you know. So, um, but yeah, I took it on and cleaned it up. Um, it's kind of like the new Marshall in town. And I was telling the guy yesterday, our, our resident uh, maintenance guy, because he's seen he's seen the changes and he's seen, yeah. and he's seen the people, you know, just going at me, you know, blah 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 blah. We're gonna do this. We're gonna call the city. We're gonna call the inspector. We're gonna call the president. We're gonna yeah. who cares, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I told him, I said, look, I just I'm just standing here listening. I'm not gonna react because I just don't care. Yeah. What they say. All I want to do is if you're going to pay the rent, great. If you're not great, if you're not going to pay it. I'm just going to just call it. But see, this is not my job. Right. It was a job you were doing. Right. That you thought would be kind of cool. Yeah. And in short term, you realized this is it's not what waste. I signed up for. Well, it's a waste of my ability. Right. Absolutely. And, and, Miles, you know, uh, you know, we're, so I was meeting with one of our past realtors that resigned down there a couple of days ago about, you know, have him come on and just showing him the changes and the differences. And then you called me up and what do you say? But listen, we, you know, we have, you know, our property manager, one of our other properties who's doing a very good job yeah. um, working for us. She handles that property for us part time. We can have her leave her other part-time position, bring her on full-time, and she can do this. She can run this one as well. You can hand over the keys. Do you remember what I said? When can she start? <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> let's, let's do that. So, you know, and that's what we did. You know, we brought her over. It's, it's really what we've done down there in terms of getting all that negative negativity out of there. That's done. You know, we're, we're doing the renovations. We're well into the renovations, actually. Uh, and we're leasing it up with tenants that we really want in there that are really going to pay the rent. Of course, we know that there's going to be a little of this, a little of that there, sure. but that's been reduced greatly at this point. And and you've done that. You know, you've done that. And now she can take over from here, alleviate all that pressure, right? And how many hours a week is that going to free up just to have a little bit of communication with her throughout the week? You, you you may not know, but it's going to free up about half of my week. <laughs> I mean, it's the amount of time that I put into that is just extraordinary. Yeah. And uh, 
it just to to do the management part, which is I'm not the best management guy. Right. I mean, I know that, and I admit it. You know, I'm humble <laughs> about that because it, it's not really what I want to do. You right. Know? But we were I able to leverage go. our team, yeah. the, our existing team. We were able to see. We are. I already knew what her need was. Yeah. I already know what her desire was in terms of her career moving forward. And you know, if you're just listening, right, you can hear. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Please let me do this. On the other hand, please let me do this. Please let me do this. Please let me do this. Yeah, that's right. So it's it was kind of an easy thing. Now she's going to have to, and she's tough. So she's not going to play any games either. That's great. She's going to deal with it differently than you, though. That's all right. But she's tough. So she will she will be a great fit for that and a very good communicator with you to make sure that, you know, everything is being handed over from you to her in a very effective manner. But, again, that's a great way of leveraging your team. You know, it's also the backing up from the team. It's also noticing the strengths and the weaknesses of the team. Absolutely. And saying, okay, you know, really, Steve needs to be doing something else. And Katie is just perfect for this. Absolutely. And so, and that's whether it's contractors or uh, it's realtors, possibly, or yeah, anything. That's right. You know? Speaking of realtors. Yeah, speaking of that. You know, we have a, uh, what what is it that you like to call him? The assassin? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, I like that, but he's really more of a bodyguard. Yeah, because he will he's protect like your security. property with his life. I know. That's right. It's like Secret <laughs> Service real estate agent, you know, you're going to protect the president with his life. He's going to take a bullet for him, you know. <laughs> that's right. But those, you know, realtors are essential, I think, to a team. You know, you'll have investment groups or even gurus that say, oh, Oh, you don't need a realtor. Realtors get in the way. They can't do this. They can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Everything realtors and MLS stay away from, basically. I've but, heard that many, many times. Absolutely. But there, there is a need and a place to have quality, qualified realtors on your team. Yeah. You know, for a lot of different things. One, if you're going to fix things up, you're going to need to sell them. Absolutely. <laughs> right? That's one. Two, I used to try to do that myself. Yeah, everything, I did everything myself. Everything for sale. That was by just owner. insane. <laughs> yeah. You just can't. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta give it to other people. You know, and the dollar has to rotate. But that's a whole nother conversation. But you know, I met Sammy. Oh, that's who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Habibi. How did you meet Sammy? <laughs> I met Sammy. He cold called me. Uh, on a property that uh, we had on campground over there off of uh, yeah. Campbellton and Fairburn Road. Yeah. And he called me up so excited. So excited. Hey, my name is Sammy Hadid. I, I'm a realtor, and I was wondering if you were interested in selling this property that you have at 123-whatever street. So, well, you know, we pretty much sell everything ourselves, but, you know, sure, I'll, I'll meet with you, you know. Yeah. And we had a conversation. Sam's like, okay, great. If you knew Sammy, you know. <laughs> okay, great. You know, what day is good? You know, I'll come to you. Where are you going to be? So we met at a, uh, a Friday's, and my, my son was with me. And we meet Sammy, and Sammy pulls up, and he's got this big package of information, right? Got a whole big folder and a presentation all planned out. And you know me, I'm kind of laid back. Yeah. You know, 
kind of laid back. I kind of let it all go, and we're sitting there, and we're having our appetizers, and Sammy's going through it. But we're really, it's not, it's not, it wasn't uh, pitchy, if you will, you know, because it was casual. You know, mm-hmm. It was real casual. It wasn't pitchy. And we were just talking. I said, all right, Sammy, you know, we can, here's what we can do, because I'm trying to sell it to, you know, and we worked out a non-exclusive agreement on that particular property because it could sell in a multiple oh, so ways. He, so basically he sold you on his ability to sell it possibly. Absolutely. And so then, then you did a non-exclusive listing agreement. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And he got leads, you know, he got offers, but those offers we, we weren't able to actually um, use, but I'm not going to get into that deal. That's another deal. Right. That's right. But what we were able to do from this, Sammy worked, 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 worked. And eventually Sammy, we gave Sammy another property, which he really, really worked hard on. I mean, Sammy would come over to the house and sweep the porch. You know, there were a, there was a security system on the house with cameras that went off every 30 seconds, and Sammy took all those telephone calls. Now, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, watch, I'm listening to you, and I'm looking over at Sammy, and he's kind of shaking his head, and he's thinking, I'm thinking, okay, Maybe we we don't want to do that to Sammy because now everybody's going to expect him to come over and clean their house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <You> know? <laughs> exactly. Now that's not his job. That's not his job at no. all. But what I liked about Sammy is like when we gave him that house on White Oak, Sammy was like, "I don't know, I don't know about this. This house for how much?" And he looked at the comps though, and he was like, "Wow, I can't believe it. I, I mean, there's opportunity because a lot of people, agents that is, don't really look at the, some of those areas, but there's opportunity there." And Sammy has a, a method in which he uses to sell the property, and that method worked like gangbusters on that property. You know, he listed on a Thursday. We got all these offers over the weekend. He shared it with other agents who shared it with, you know, I mean, sharing it with other agents is brilliant because you show 10 agents, and those 10 agents have five or six clients each. If you show your five or six clients, you're just showing your five or six clients. Well, now, this sounds different than putting it on the MLS. It was on MLS. But what do you mean showing it to 10 agents? So he not only put it on MLS and showed it for to people, actual home buyers, he shared it with agents that, that had potential buyers that wanted to buy in that price range in that area. What did he do, call them? Absolutely. He picked up the phone. He called them. He sent smoke signals. I don't know. He got them there, though. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what matters. Right. right? So, <laughs> so this might be a clue that we're going to have Sammy on in the next segment. Well, and he's going to talk about they can let the cat being out the a realtor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so break time. Let's do it. Thank you. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it is, call us. I'm Scott with Five Star Services. We do home renovations from your rooftop all the way down to the ground. Interior, exterior, it doesn't matter. We do it all. Give us a call. You can reach us at 404-348-2348. That's 404-348-2348. Or you can get us online at www.fivestarservicesatlanta.com. Give us a call. Estimates are free. We'll be happy to take a look at what you have. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it is... Call us. I'm Scott Bowen with Five Star Services. And welcome back. It's the Real Estate 360 Show. 
And by the way, it is realestate360show.com.com. Every, everything you want to know about our Real Estate 360 show is right there, including all the episodes, you know, the mentor program, our millionaire application for the, the meetup group. And, um, but today we are, have, a, have with us as a guest, Sammy Hadid. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me as usual, gentlemen. It's a pleasure. What's to be up, here. Sammy? What's up, big man? How are you feeling today? Fantastic. As Although, well you should. When you were sharing that story about White Oak, my skin kind of started itching. You know, I started waking up. I started getting shortness of breath thinking about that property. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? That's one for the books, though. Oh, that I was mean, definitely is that not a story you'll be able to share with people for many, many years to come? Oh, literally, people. I, I pull up to the front patio, and people are out there using electricity, giving each other haircuts. While agents are trying to show, yeah, oh, washing their cars, oh, one stop shop, baby, come on in. That was uh, that was quite an experience. It, hey, it I sure want to make was. that clear. Now, this is people that didn't live in the house; <laughs> they were in the neighborhood, right? They were lived across the street. They were neighborhood residents, Na- neighborhood <laughs> urban campers, if you will. Yes, yes. Oh, urban camp, okay. That were just you know stealing the electricity. Let's get real. I think that was what they considered payment for protecting the house. Okay. By the way, the house got broken into once and the appliances were stolen. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for your protection, people. Hey, you know, the universe has has a way of uh, punishing because I I did see that and there was was blood, you know, from when they broke the glass into, you know, the living room there, area there. So, all right. right. They they paid a little price for that. Uh, You know, at one time that... Alarm went off and straight signal to my phone. I beep in to watch the video. This was about 2.30 in the morning, and I wake up, (laughs) wake up, turn on the video, and Big Bank, Little Bank is playing, and there's about 70 people outside in front of the house having a black party. Big Bank, take Little Bank. Oh, my gosh. Ah. All right, all right, all right, stop. stop. <laughs> it's sold, it's sold. That's what's it's important. Sold. And the buyers love it. Yes. They, they love they, the they, neighborhood. That was that was our, you know, <laughs> kind of like our entry into that little neighborhood. That was the worst house. Yes. On yes. the street. <laughs> on the worst street. <laughs> on the worst street in <laughs> Oakland City. Oh. I mean, and I think you and I are kind of responsible for the turnaround down there. Well, there's no question. The number of houses that we sold, renovated, sold, wholesaled. Yeah. You know, worked with other investors on, I mean, the, the sheer number of turns we did over the course of two, two years. and a half years over right. there was massive. I mean, I don't, well, I know for a fact that there are, there is no one, there are no other investment groups that did as many deals as we'd done over a three-year period in yeah. that neighborhood. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. You guys did really well for that neighborhood, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I had never even been down there until you invited me down there, yeah. Miles, so... And then that was yeah. that ended up being the from the worst house to the best house yeah. on yeah. that street. And That's then Sammy goes and sells it, you know, for a pretty good retail number. It could have been higher, but that had nothing to do with Sammy. No, no. I mean, we were we were very close to the top end of what we were asking. I know. You know, I mean, we were inside ten percent. I think it was like what seven percent below what we were asking. That's what's just in bad. Probably not even. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then a quick closing. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about you know the the owners and they. Anyway, that was a whole nother thing. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, these real star, these real estate agents, I think they're superstars and they're getting these beautiful houses that have nothing wrong with them and they're immaculate. It's yeah. just like, man, if you really think you're a salesperson, try selling this house on the corner of White Oak and People Street. Let's see how good you are here. <laughs> That's right. And, and, I mean, come on now. Anybody could sell a beautiful house. Come on. 
Before uh, before we move further, you know, Steve and I actually just closed on a deal, mm-hmm. which uh, the house that I affectionately named the Tower of Power. And again, if, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. if you think you're a good salesperson, try selling a house with a Tower of Power, literally, a Georgia literal. Power, yeah. in the backyard, people, <laughs> and, uh, and a VA loan to make it a little more impressive. You know, those are very strict loans. Yes. And we were actually able to get it done with a survey and a, uh, a structural mm-hmm. engineer. They asked for it, too. So with that being said... Again, Steve and I and Miles have closed many deals. I have a little gift for Steve. Oh. For, uh, you know, you're going to be signing all these million-dollar contracts Whoa. and making all this money this <laughs> oh year. You need something nice to sign with, right? Yay. Well, you know, you. Mm. I really appreciate this. Yeah, this is a Mont Blanc, in case you're listening. I'll open it later. But you thank sure? you. We can unite our Mont now, Blanc powers yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, baby. Let's you know? Come on, now. Let's, let's see it. <laughs> but this is this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You got a good team. People respect and appreciate one another's skill and talent. These are the these are the kind of things that that happen. Okay. Oh my God! This pen comes with a. a 48-page how-to <laughs> operator. you got to have a pen. user manual. You know user I mean? manual. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Vic doesn't have a user's manual. No, uh-huh. no, no, no. <laughs> Look Whoa. at that. Look at that. Light radiates as you open the box. Oh, oh that's beautiful. Hey, you know, Steve, you're going to be millionaire superstar this year. got to have something Very to sign nice. contracts right. with you. Woo. Cheers. Uh, oh. Cheers. <laughs> there, there goes the Omni International pin. That's right. You know, put it in so, the but, So thank you, Sammy. Absolutely. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Glad I could get it done for you. So, Sammy, you know, we're here talking about team building and utilizing and leveraging your team. You know, now, from your perspective, you know, what? how does that, how does that resonate with you? How do you utilize your team? How do you develop your team? And, and how do you, like working with us, right, or, or people like us, investors, Certainly. you know, uh, how, how do you see us as usable, viable team members from your perspective? Well, absolutely. Well, definitely from my perspective, one of the biggest things that you all help me with considerably is if I am on another property and I get an inspection report that I really don't understand the cost of what it would take to bring that property up to value because mm-hmm. I'm a real estate agent. I do have knowledge, but I, I don't know in regards to certain contractors what certain things will cost. Mm. I've done this with you many times, probably a dozen times, mm-hmm. where I'll send you an inspection report and ask your opinion in regards to the mm-hmm. costs to make the property nice, you know, to make those things correct. Correct. And that way I have a position of leverage to negotiate with the other agent um, in regards to the due diligence. Yes. You know, here's a number that we can all land on. It's a fair number. I have a, a point of reference, which you help me out considerably with. So, that, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just one little thing, mm-hmm. right? And in regards to real estate, you know, my job is to go and get in front of people, right? To show them that I'm the best man to get their house sold for them for top dollar. So that is my job, to, to call, to be behind the phones, to go out and shake hands, to get contracts signed. When it comes to social media marketing, you know, paperwork that would take hours of my time. That's two hours that's wasted when I could be on the phones calling a, a for sale by owner that needs my help. Right. And I could go and meet them, and that could be a considerable amount of money for my business. Right? Correct, correct. Mm. So, yeah, leveraging is everything. Now, you you are on other other um, teams. I've never right? been on a team. Well, other, other firms that wanted to be a team. Yes. Right? Mm. And you went through the daily 
grind. Grind. The motivational speeches on a daily basis. Oh, absolutely. And, and all that great stuff. And and from when I say team, I mean it from that perspective. You are with companies or a company in particular, in particular that had a process to to in their attempt to motivate sure. uh, the agents. Now, for some people, those you know the the rah rah sessions is what I call them. Absolutely, rah rah. Uh, you know, you, you get into the office, you have this. All right, <laughs> get up, go do this. You know, make it happen. You want to fly coach or you want to fly first class? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was my favorite one. Uh, <laughs> but coming coming from stuff like that, because I, was that your introduction? That was your first company. That was my first company, and my first boss was. Uh, total maniac in regards to real estate sales, which is exactly what I needed. Yeah. Uh, when you're a real estate agent, when you first start out, everybody's kind of holding your hand and patting your back and you close three deals and apparently you've accomplished something. I, I don't even know how you're able to live off of three closings a year or yeah. five closings yeah. a year or whatever. Uh, you know, he was immediate, like hit the ground running. I want you to close 15, 20 transactions your first year. And that's exactly what he did. We would get in the in the office at seven forty five in the morning and have to hear it. Sammy, what did you do last night? <laughs> oh, you know, I, I you know I was tired, so I went to bed. You were tired. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't practice your scripts. Well, no, I, I was cold calling all day, all day. How many hours? I don't know. Three, three. <laughs> How much money do you have in your bank account, Sam? <laughs> Just nonstop grilling, you know? My old boss, he would either make you or break you. I mean, there were people that would leave the office crying, you know, yeah. because they couldn't take it. The 15 people that I started with, I was the only one that was left after a couple of years. Well, but you're, you're a hustler, right? I, I mean, you grind. You know, you, you're, you're a self-motivated person. What did that kind of environment do for you? Well... Being around gentlemen like you and being around my old boss, you know, it was the first when my frame of mind was it was the first time that I've been around somebody with this type of experience and this type of knowledge, a multimillionaire that's actually willing to spend time with me and educate me and how to become rich as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't stumble across these people every day. That's I mean, yeah, you see people that look like they're millionaires or act like they're millionaires, but they might have inherited that money. They don't have the grind. They don't know how to actually achieve that kind of wealth. Yeah. And like I said, to be around somebody like that, I saw it as an opportunity, no matter how much abuse I took. You know, I, <laughs> I, one, one day, man, you know, he looked at me and he goes, why are you here, Sam? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to make money. He goes, no, you're here because you're a failed actor. And I'm just like, oh, boy. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, man. He goes, what? that's why you're here and you want to make money, right? And I'm like, yes. Yes, God, dude. Oh, that's yeah. rough. Dude, I'm still recovering. The brain damage is still there. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes abusive relationships. Uh, so just not good. You know, I actually saw him at a function a week ago, and he's a lot calmer now. Yeah. You know, we actually joked around. And, uh, we actually became friends when I started producing, but that first six months a year was brutal, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. oh, it's awful. So, and that was that was the general on your team. That was the guy that you had to go to. But listen, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some team-building things or team-utilizing things. Fair enough? Absolutely. My man. Do you need to sell your house? Well, our company will buy. We'll buy your house. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. 
We'll buy your house. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com. Or call 833-WILL-BUY. Se habla español, llámanos, call us today. Hello, welcome back. Real Estate 360. You know, uh, we we're talking here with Sammy Hadid. And, um, you know, Sammy's like um, the protector of your asset, your real estate asset. But, Sammy, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Absolutely. If you want to get in touch with me, please give me a call. Direct line at 305-978-4249. Again, 305-978-4249. And if I don't answer, please leave a voicemail and I'll get back to you promptly. And yes, I will jump in front of a bullet to protect your equity, baby. And the bullet will bounce off, and uh, we'll get to the closing table and make a lot of money. So, uh, as you're wearing your Superman uh, tie clip, my there. Superman tie clip, sir. Yes, Woo. that's right. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound and get your house sold. That's yes, right. yes. Now, Sam, I, you know, since we're we're on this whole team building, team leveraging thing, you know, how have you built a team for yourself, and what does that look like? Again, from a realtor's perspective. Oh, well, uh, you know, I have somebody who does handle all of my uh, internet work, which I'm so bad at. Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, making posts. Mm-hmm. I have people, I have other agents hold my houses open for me if mm-hmm. it's uh, a house that I'm not holding open that weekend. Mm-hmm. All the paperwork to get it listed, I outsource as well mm-hmm. to other people. So anything that doesn't involve getting in front of people and trying to get some contracts signed, mm-hmm. I, I leverage out, you know, you leverage us as well. I do leverage you, you know, guys for different, well. different things in different cir- circumstances. Absolutely. You know, and I'm sure there are many other people that you leverage that do other things. Like you have attorneys that you're going to need at times. Absolutely. And sometimes you might have to talk to them before you actually do the deal or put the deal in front of them. Right. That's a hundred percent correct. You know, certain deals have certain stipulations. Uh, if you're doing a lease purchase, for example, which a lot of agents shy away from, but mm. I wrote a contract last year that I was very proud of. Ironclad. Oh, I remember man. that. Oh, man, it was beautiful. That was a uh, big house. Uh, yeah, in Eastlake. Yeah, yeah 650,000 people. Yeah. You know, 10% down in earnest money. Anybody will close, right? Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, attorneys, uh, I ask you all the time for contractors. I had a house with a leak on it in it one mm-hmm. time in Kirkwood, what, like two days before closing? Mm-hmm. And I'm scrambling around <laughs> trying to find somebody to fix this leak. And uh <laughs> You had a crew over there, I think, yep. that afternoon, right? Yep, got, right. It, got it taken care of. So it's always important to use the assets that are around mm-hmm. you, people that are much better at things, kind of like you're mentioning. You know, your time is more valuable spent elsewhere. Absolutely. And that was a lesson that I I, I learned it a long time ago, but, mm-hmm. you know, I have a problem implementing it <laughs> on a regular basis. But Can you give us an example of that? Absolutely, absolutely. So when I started my speaking career, yeah. Uh, this was when, you know, real estate was just booming, 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 and you could trip over real estate opportunities. I mean, literally trip over. You, you'd be hard-pressed not to make money in real estate No 405. I used to say you could be a muskrat <laughs> with a pen and make money in real estate. Absolutely. Then, you know. So I had this huge appetite, right? It was about, you know, if you had access to capital, you could buy as many deals and offer as many opportunities as you wanted. So we did that. Um, we did a lot of stuff for you along the way. You know, uh, back then, I, I tell people all the time, I bought my very first house from you, which yeah. I did. Uh, and over 
over the next few years, I got really good at developing the ability to find buyers. And Steve, one time, I'll never forget it, we sat and I had a partner at the time, and Steve said, listen, I've got these 30 houses that I've got to get sold. And I think we sold 25 of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that wasn't enough, you know, for, for what I, because I was speaking and I had developed a program and people were buying property from all around the country and we had to create opportunities for them. But I was leaning on my partner at the time to handle the boots on the ground stuff while I went out and developed relationships with um, REO departments and the people that financed these REO deals I was put, uh, pr- proposing. million dollars a month to buy portfolios. I had to go and raise that. I knew we could sell the deals, but I had to go and raise it. But at the same time, I'm on the road speaking every week. Mm. So I, was, I knew that my partner at the time was not able to handle that level of business. But I put it on him anyway. And then when he showed what I believed, it was difficult for me to teach him. So now I'm doing it. I'm on the road. I'm selling houses. I'm creating buyers. I'm uh, um, developing lending opportunities for those buyers. Absolutely everything. And I had no life. And I would drop the ball left and right. Mm. Someone would get left holding the bag. Sure. You know, yeah. because I couldn't do everything. I couldn't talk to 50 buyers. You know, I couldn't negotiate the transfer of all these properties. Well, I always negotiated the transfer of all the properties because I had to protect the investor's money. And then I've got the buyers over here, but I might not be able to make this closing or they needed to connect with this contractor. And I forgot to do it because I've got 50 other things to do. Hmm. And I would make appointments back to back to back to back to back to back every day, not allowing for time to get from here to there or run over on a call. And I just, I just dropped the ball probably 20 or 30% of the time, Mm. which is a huge percentage. But that's because I was trying to do everything. You know, I I came up with a solution for that, you know, back-to-back appointments. Yeah. So I was doing sort of the same thing in terms of that that era of activity. So what I did was I made it really simple. I would go to the varsity. You remember the varsity? Yeah. You remember we met there a few times? Yep. (laughs) And so if I was, I had like four people that I had to meet at the varsity, I would tell them all one o'clock <laughs> because I knew some people were going to be early. I knew some people were going to be late and I knew some people were going to be on time. Yeah. So they just, so they would just line up and mm. however they showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you know, we, we have to figure out like you figured out a solution. Yeah. For me, the solution was stop trying to make all the money. You know, you probably developed a team at some point. At that point. Right. <laughs> right. And I said, you know what? I can't make all the money. I've got to share it. So if I'm making $10,000 on a deal and I'm keeping 100% of it, now I'm only making, let's say, 5000 because I brought in someone to alleviate this pressure. Now, some people would look at that and say, well, you just cut your income in half. It's not true because now I can do more. We can do more deals. We actually made more money together than we did individually. Everybody eats, right? That's I mean, there's nothing eats. wrong with that. Everybody eats. That's you, right. you can't take it with you, people. That's right. right. That's right. There isn't a, uh, a luggage a luggage rack on a hearse, right? That's the famous <laughs> thing, right? You know, it's not coming with you. <laughs> that's right. So, and that's just how it has to be, guys. You have to work with the people 
on your team. You have to have contractors, attorneys, um, uh, real estate agents. I mean, just everything. And back in the day, you know, you needed appraisers. You don't really need appraisers now because every time you work with a bank, the bank is going to call who they want to call. Well, yeah. Right? So, or any lending institution for that matter. But it's still good to have them because sometimes sure. you need desktop appraisals Absolutely. done for private lending uh, kind of stuff, you know. You, you So you're going to want to have, definitely want to have that, but you're going to develop a need to work with all these people. And there's nothing wrong with hiring a secretary. You know, people are like, well, why would I spend, you know, even if you're outsourcing it, why would I spend two or $300 a week for somebody to answer my calls? Well, once you start winning, yeah. that phone will not stop ringing, and sure. you're going to need a gatekeeper. Let's take a minute and, and ask Sammy, you know, why would someone want him on their team? I mean, we know why we want him on our team. Yeah. But, Sammy, give us some reasons why that somebody might want uh, you on their team. Well, I, I would say the biggest reason is is my honesty in regards to whatever it is that we're looking at. Whether, you know, I hate that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what they say, I mean, honesty is brutal, right? Oh, my God. You say, listen, Steve, you're only going to get this much for this house. I hate that. Uh. <laughs> That's always a little fight right uh, there, right? A, a little fight, man. It's probably like six phone calls. Like, you know, Steve. And it ends with, no. <laughs> but I made so many great points. Come on, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, honesty in real estate is everything. I mean, everything. The only reason a house does not sell and the only reason somebody does not make money is because a real estate agent is not being completely forthright. And that is the first thing that... Uh, real estate instructor or teacher would tell you, no matter what happens, you never, ever lie to your clients or your customers ever, yeah. you know? I mean, because these are thousands of dollars and hours and hours of time, right? Uh, for instance, if they're looking at a potential rehab and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, if I make it nice, I'll get 450000 And it's just like, well, I think you're overshooting a little bit. You know, I think maybe 375 would be a little more accurate. You know, I so think make, you're talking to me right now. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. I remember having that conversation with those numbers. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. You know, I mean, I mean, it, it, so honesty is everything. And anytime you're working with the team, that's all you want from your employees is honesty and somebody who's willing to work hard for you. Absolutely. And uh, I would, nobody wants a yes man. No one wants a yes Cause man. Because a yes man costs you. Oh, it does yeah. cost you, right? It costs you a lot. I mean, what, and you feed your ego for a little bit, but you don't get your numbers, you yeah. don't, yeah, it's, it's, people like that will destroy your business, yeah. whereas opposed to somebody who's honest, and you can ask any business owner what they want in, a, in an employee, and they'll tell you hard work and honesty, that's all I want, and I'll take care of you, you know? Yeah. So that is what I build my business on, and I would be forthright to say that any of my clients would say, Anytime they need me, they have me, and I'll always be forthright with them in regards to what it would take to get their house sold, what we have to do, and they can either take that advice or not. You know, That's there's right. a million realtors. You can go to whichever realtor, and they'll list it at whatever price you want. It's a million realtors, you know, a million but not realtors. many of them are in the top 5%. That's right. That's right. Give everybody your contact information again. Hey, everybody, if you want to reach me, please do not hesitate. Give me a call. My direct line is 305-978-4249. And listen... Everybody make sure that you go to realestate360show.com. Fill out the stuff about uh, if you're interested in being the mentee for one year for free, uh, utilizing us, our team, 
taking all the information, sucking it right out of us. You know, we're willing to give it to you. So fill it out. Um, check out the podcast, Real Estate 360, on all platforms. And again, engage with us. And uh, we want to share. We want, we're open books. We're here for you. We're Don't go spend $50,000 when you can go to Real Estate 360 and get it for virtually free. It just costs you about an hour of your time. That's all. Not too much to ask for. That's Not it. at all. And, you know, you can start with the realestate360show.com and click on the four-week action plan and get that for free, and then you get started and fill out the application, and pretty soon you're working with us. Absolutely. And check out that four-week action plan. But this is Jason Miles. Steve Connolly. And this is Sammy Hadid, uh, superstar real estate agent. I'm just kidding. You know, give me a call, though. I'll do a good job for you. I appreciate you guys having me. You got it. We'll see you next week. 